The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, and the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. We're one week now into the new year, and I hope things are going very well for you and for your family. One thing that's often on our mind at this, at this so early in the year are resolutions, New Year's resolutions. I was just reading a statistic earlier this week suggesting that less than one in ten people are successful in keeping their New Year's resolutions, and most people give up on their resolutions by the second Friday of January. <laughs> now, I'm not the superstitious type, but... This year, the second Friday of January is the 13th. I don't know if that makes it less likely to achieve your resolutions or not. Personally, I don't make New Year's resolutions because I know I won't keep them. But I'll say an extra prayer for those of you who have made resolutions. One thing I do find interesting is how people in different parts of the world are inclined to make different kinds of resolutions. In North America, the top resolution is to exercise more. 
In Poland, the top resolution is to save more money. In South Korea, it's to get a better job. In India, it's to waste less time. I, I couldn't find any stat for anywhere in, in Africa. Though the differing values of different cultures may shape the resolutions people make, I think this practice of making resolutions points out a deeper desire all people have. We make resolutions because we know our world could be better. We know our lives could be better. We know we could be better. But despite the best desires and best efforts, few have the strength needed to keep their resolutions for long. I wonder if keeping resolutions is so difficult because we aim too high. We know big changes are needed in life and in the world, and because we're impatient, we're tempted to set goals that are maybe just too big. If you've resolved to go to the gym for an hour each day, I wish you all the best, but the realist in me is skeptical. So, for those of us who struggle, struggle with resolutions, for those of all, us who fall among the great crowd who will probably abandon their efforts by Friday, I'd like to suggest, instead of making resolutions, what about making habits? Habits are different than resolutions. Resolutions have conclusions. Once the goal is reached... Once the weight is lost, the money saved, or the new job realized, the resolution comes to an end, and then we feel happy and satisfied, and it's over. But in the meantime, while striving for the goal, the pressure, anxiety, and sacrifice is just draining, and a loss of focus, fueled by fatigue, easily leads to failure. Habits are different, however. Instead of being one-off goals, habits are ongoing. They're about continual improvement. They're much smaller in scope, but continuous, even often lifelong. While resolutions only provide happiness when the goal is achieved, habits offer continual opportunity for success. A habit is something we do regularly and automatically. We don't even have to think about it. You get in the car and you do up the seatbelt without having to think about it. There's lots of morning habits. Some instinctively gravitate to the coffee maker after waking. Others automatically check their phone for new messages. Some still have a half asleep, have a habit of doing both somehow. I don't know if any of the saints made New Year's resolutions, but I know they all had great habits. So this year, I'd like to encourage you to form one positive habit, to form one small practice that will hopefully become a positive and automatic pattern in your life. To do that, it's helpful to understand the cycle that makes up habits. First, there's a cue, then a routine, and then a reward affirming the routine. So, for example, you change your clothes. That's the cue. Then you put the dirty clothes in the laundry basket. That's the routine. Then your spouse doesn't nag you for leaving clothes over the floor. That's the reward affirming the routine. 
It's a cycle that can be used to build new habits. Many habits may seem like tiny daily routines, but they can have a huge impact. In the gospel for today, we're introduced to the wise men, astronomers who watch the sky. Now, to me, the stars always look the same each night, but these wise men noticed even the smallest of changes. They were so good at watching the movement of the stars and planets that they became close advisors to the king of Persia, who believed that the stars of the sky could predict earthly events. There's great debate today about what exactly the wise men saw that prompted them to leave their country and seek out the newborn king of Israel. But it's only because of their habit of studying God's creation that they had their position as advisors to the king of Persia and were able to recognize signs of God's presence in the world. Just off topic for a moment, the retelling of the visit of the wise men should not be taken as an endorsement of astrology. Don't go looking at the horoscope right after Mass. Astrology pretends that the stars and planets have some sort of supernatural power, which they do not. Yes, God can and does use his creation to teach us about himself, to guide us, and to show how he's at work in the world. But true signs from God, among the stars, a sunset, or in any other part of creation, always point back to God. On the Feast of the Epiphany, we don't celebrate the stars, but how God has used the stars to reveal himself and we celebrate the openness of the wise men who recognize the presence of one much more powerful than stars. Back to habits, though. We want to build up good habits, and it's great to begin this year by forming even just one new good habit. Start by considering one area in life you would like to see change. Then pick one habit you can take up to support that change. Something easy, something you know you can do, something that could be accomplished and celebrated each day. Those wishing for a better relationship with spouse or children might start a habit of spending even just a few more minutes with them each day. Any wanting to feel more financially secure or wanting better health may start a habit of bringing lunch to work rather than picking up fast food. Those wanting to come closer to God's word might start a habit of reading a chapter or two of the Bible each day as part of their prayer. For the next few weeks, we're going to continue reflecting on our habits and how good habits, even if they seem small, can have long-term, life-changing impacts. Thanks to their small habit of looking at the, up at the stars each night, the wise men were invited to share in God's joy and be among the first to lay gifts before our Savior. If God can use that habit to lead the wise men, he can certainly use our habits to lead us too. Maker of the stars and all that is good, as we celebrate the way you guided the wise men to Jesus through the light of the stars, we beg you to guide us through the light of your spirit. 
Grant us the grace and determination to stay focused on our spiritual journey and to seek a deeper understanding of your love through the good habits we develop this year. This we pray in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen.